Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, there is a skyport here. It is clearly made for more ships. Uh, you know, you, you can see like uh, a half dozen landings, which for a town of this size is pretty good. Like... They must, in, in their high season, do some booming business. But right now, that is an empty port. And you are able to pull in the goose to, to a comfortable spot easily. And there are dock workers there to meet you. And the dock workers here, like, they have these pale blue tunics uh, that all have, uh, like, the the crest or you know some some sort of like logo uh emblazoned with this this uh crest that's on the flag on it um and uh you you can hear like a a thick shout of a, a language that that is not your your common tongue beneath you um the the regions here this used to be a border between nations uh so there are a lot mm-hmm. of kind of swirling dialects in this region and you can feel like wow i barely traveled the day and people are talking completely different here but that's that's just sort of the way of this region of the world and you open up and there is a representative of the dock ready to greet the ship Margaret, who looks looks a bit tired, she normally has a particular look about herself. Uh, she smells like thickly of, of burnt uh, herbs. It's it's not unpleasant, but but it is noticeable. And you know, she distinctly looks as though she hasn't slept much. But she has readied herself and, and made herself up as as nice as she could, and is ready to sort of greet the port alongside the two of you. And and I say to Margaret, I go, it's been a while uh, since we've been here. I'll need to reestablish, make sure we still have friendly relations here. Uh, also, uh, now, what's the name of the person? I like the thought. One of the crew really loves to run the stall. You know, like like yeah. I cut the big deals, but one of the crew, one of the crew, like that's their jam. They're so good at the small pitch. So like you know, after the talk, I go and I talk to what's what's her name? What would her name be? We we already have a Ronaldo and a Nopsy. By the way, Amy, I love Nopsy. Yeah, it's such Nopsy a good name. Nopsy is good. Teresa. 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 And and so I go to Teresa and I'm like, these folks are doing well for themselves. So there's money to be had. So, you know, let's bring out the big city slate with the prices. Um, but, uh, but also, uh, uh, but also Teres knows that there's a difference between the big city, like the people who can pay. And then there's also like, you know, there's the people who are, are living in the big city who can't pay. And so like, she does a little bit like, you know, she'll do barter. She'll give. She'll let let herself sort of be sweet talked by the right sort of people. There's there's like, there's an air of um, I I'm not supposed to do this, but you've for I'm not you, supposed you've been to do so this. Nice. Yep. 
and and we get eggs and we get fresh milk and we you know and so like that that gives Jack the freedom to be the bargainer with the town is the fact that she sells the individual salts to people or to a restaurant or to whoever might swing by the stall. And I imagine this is like a cool pop-up, something wicked this way comes, sideshow, carnival, Jolly Jack's Salt Emporium. Like, I don't, Salt Emporium sucks. That's not good enough. But mm-hmm. like, it's like a bit of a sideshow market stall just right there that we usually set up right next to the ship. That is great. I love it. Also, I'd just like to throw in that the standard salt that Jack sells has a very slight blue-gray tint to it. I love it. Yeah. Um, now, and the salts that are sold, there, there's lucky salt. There's love salt. There's... Warding salt. Oh, yes. The warding salt. That one has a little bit of a, of a red tinge to it. Um, <laughs> the, the, the purifying salt. Uh, then there's the, the salt and, you know, and depending on how long we're staying, it's like Therese will also sometimes somebody's like, but I need a salt for this. And she's like, ah, yes. If you come back tomorrow, we will have prepared you a, a salt to strengthen the bones, mm-hmm. you know, or, or whatever, which I will say it's at least half flummery, yeah. but it is not 100% flummery. I, 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 I think uh, Jolly Jack like knows exactly how to toe the line between medical malpractice and selling the right sort <laughs> of a placebo. It's like, oh, no, you got gored by a pig, so you need to tend <laughs> to that wound or that leg is going to fall off. Uh, you can't do that with salt, but if you have a you know kind of a bum knee that bothers you when it's going to rain, we probably have a salt that will help with that. Mm. Well, and, and the truth is, and here, the uh, honestly, there's a reason I picked salt for him to be a salt merchant. And I'm a little weird about salt, like real sea salt. If you get it from the right place, most sea salt that you buy in the store is. They like put it in big concrete vats and it's just, and then they refine it. So Mm -hmm. by the time you get it, it's just sodium chloride. But salt that you actually harvest from the sea is only about 85% sodium chloride. And all the rest of it is literally every vitamin and mineral that a person needs to live because we all came from the sea. Uh, And so it, it used to be a medicine. Like there's a reason they, they paid... Roman soldiers a salary salt didn't just make your food taste good it if you if you did not have salt you you would get sick and die it's like a multivitamin you know and it was prescribed as medicine frequently but only like the good salt so like i would say jack starting with good you know nutritional salt you know, would add something like, oh, like, let's put a little bit of extra iron in here if you're anemic. Let's put a little bit of, you have the ennui, you know, like, well, obviously there, you know, maybe uh, there'd be a little something, but there, there's usually at least one foot, except for like luck salt or love salt. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's all obviously bullshit. But like for the medicinal ones, there's like at least one foot in something that, will will help more often than not and never hurt that that's i mean um, that's great that that's 
I, I love that care sort of put into it. And like, yes, you have you have these different slates that like it looks like all the prices are permanently set and fixed. And it's just because like based on the different economic like regions, you know exactly how to how to price those things. And like this one happens to have all the prices uh, written up in bits and bars because this is a red feather port and that sort of thing. And, you know, th- there's a bit of a curiosity. Those people who live in this town who who aren't like in the agricultural field and, and do other things like there's there's a bit of a commotion, like seeing a sky ship come to port uh, and like people look like like they're, you know, starting to set up. You know, they, they had time, but like stalls are being set up on their own to sell back to the ship. And there are port officials like gathered around. Um, right now, they are looking for someone who who is uh, good with different languages to sort of communicate with the port uh, and, and hand over documents and whatnot. Since we have the papers and everything, uh, I assume we have a name or or a, a company that we are delivering to, right? Do yeah, you. Uh, yeah, these are these were not freelance in these bodies. No, no, these are not. <laughs> I picked them up super cheap, Jack. I guarantee they we have, can turn we these can around flip for these a bodies easy. <laughs> oh, no, no. easy. Oh no, my god. We have, I have papers and there has to be a, a destination. Although I am an opportunist at I, heart. So. I will say that would also have been a fucking wonderful, like, it's like, Jack, you have no idea. Yeah. I bought these bodies for a song. I get, <laughs> now they're only going to last for two days. And there's only one city within two days ride. But I guarantee we can sell these bodies, Jack. Jack would have just cried with joy that you would pull that bullshit on him. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. I yeah. totally should have done that. <laughs> that would have been insane. I, I, yeah, but oh. you do. You have robust transfer papers, and and you are 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 supposed <laughs> to be taking this to a very specific person. And like the story of that is in this book. Like you turn over the the, the book to like one of the port officials, and like they can see on the last page, it's like ah, okay, this is this is supposed to go to uh, Cuomo, like so and so of of the local church congregation. And then, you know, they'll like flip back through these pages because what it's going, this is a transfer paper saying like this good is supposed to go to this person. And it came from this person and that came from this person and it was approved by these people. So there is a long sort of like a dozen pages of story because of what the product is at the end of the day that kind of has to be documented. You really need provenance on bodies. (laughs) Yeah. So they they like you you open with like hey this is the destination that we're bringing it to and the the port authority like uh we we can see a gentleman in a bit of a nicer tunic who has like this thin like pencil mustache and his his hair done with with a smart side part and clearly uses uh some kind of product in there and he's got nice soft gloves and boots that don't look too worn um so clearly pretty paid pretty well to be a port official in this town as he you know kind of lazily flips through and like you know his eyebrows raise a bit hey and- buddy it's gonna take you a day <laughs> you you should probably take a seat and find somewhere to relax because you like like you know a- he he nods and there's a lot going on flips there. through and then like gets to the first page and his eyebrows like really go up uh and he says a word that you probably don't 
recognize. Um, uh, but maybe, like, actually, I don't know. Y'all have seen the world. Maybe you do. Um, he says corpses in, you know, like the dialect for, for this region. Um, so depending on how worldly you are and how many languages you know, maybe you can pierce the, uh, uh, parse that together. And so, yeah, and it's like seeing startlement there. It's like, okay, this isn't a regular corpse shipment. <laughs> then then Jack just sort of makes the gesture and it's the, it's the, okay, you cool it. Now this one's mine. I'm like, ah, yes, a, certainly an, an uncommon shipment, but we were happy to help given that uh, the necessity for these things was urgent and uh, that they need to be delivered quickly in order to ensure that they are useful. Like it, it is to the to the church I, or just approved by the church? This must be. He looks looks a little frazzled, but like he, he shouts to, you know, one of the people in a tunic, probably like a teenager, you know, somebody who's not great with hauling, but will be one day if they they keep at hauling, which is a good good enough career in this world. This sort of uh, long legged fourteen year old kind of like wanders over and you know shouts in a way like whenever there is a language that is a little familiar but a little foreign, like it's just moving so fast. Like has a conversation with this person that that person takes off in the direction of like uh, the 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 cathedral that you see or not cathedral like probably like a little chapel that you see. This person like bounces down the cobblestones like r- running that over and he, he turns back to you. Uh, am I to understand that your normal cargo is salt? Oh yes, uh, it's it's been a while since we have stopped here. Uh, allow me, and I apologize for not introducing myself earlier. Uh, my name is Jolly Jack, and I am pleased to make your acquaintance, sir. Uh, and he holds out his hand. Uh, I am Bia. Uh, and I, I think that Jack, his version of what Margaret does is he knows how to read the body language. He knows it's like, oh, do these people shake? Do they kiss? Do they nod or bow? And also the thing that that Jack is good at is like, when is it the polite thing to offer a slight bribe because that's how everyone is paid? Or when is it not? Like that Jack does without thinking. Like, because some places that's the way the whole world moves. And in some places it is such an offense. Oh yeah. That's, that's the thing that Jack is good at. Oh, that, 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 that is. Or sometimes it's just polite. Like this is your tip, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's that's so perfect and on point. Like uh, the, the, this guy, like you, you say that and you know, there's, I imagine there is like kind of a close handshake. Like if you are somebody who deals this port with this port regularly, it's, it's not a kiss, but it is you, you pull the person that you're shaking with very close and you get almost cheek to cheek. Yep. Um, and so somebody who knows that like all of a sudden this guy's demeanor changes a little bit as he feels like a, a few bits in his palm and you've done the right handshake and everything. There's a little wave of familiarity like, oh, of, co- of course you've been here before. You know, he, he'll like motion you over actually. And there's there's a manifest where this is not an uncommon thing for shipping, especially if you've done it in a town before. Sure, red feather, like any ship that flies a red feather flag, like there is a sub flag that identifies that ship, but 
pretty much all you need is the red feather flag to be like, okay, this is a trusted ship and we know to work with them. And these aren't charlatans or people who are, you know, full of mariners or whatever that are going to go wild on our town. But there is also a privateer manifest as well. And they've got to make sure that like your flag matches up, especially if you claim to have been there before with like privateer flags before. Uh, but he like motions someone else over. They pour some wine like and your crew kind of gets the opportunity to stretch their legs a little bit. Um, and he, he goes through and, you know, I want to have in the journey and just having this book feels like just the perfect resource for Jerace is still a little bit urchiny and um, survivalist. So I want to have out of the book found the pages that have two kind of minor players in this transfer uh, and copied and recorded or or maybe just taken the parchment of their like just company tax ID number uh, or their own personal information just like just in case kind of thing like in case I wanted to credit fraud them or some, something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah. I would say probably like you might also I'd say def that's awesome. You might also just have your own like maybe if you if you want to someday have your own ship, I don't know if that's something you've ever thought of, but like keeping your own book of like, oh, in this place, this person, in this place, this person, this is a name that might be useful if I ever need to to call on a person. And so like okay. you, you yeah. probably have your official book and then it's like, here's the secret one. It's like, I probably shouldn't have all this data, but I'm going to keep it just in case. Yes. It's one tick. It's one. It's actually fairly illegal, but it's also I don't consider it illegal or anything wrong with it because I was given these documents and if they put their number on it and I just <laughs> happen to have it and see it and remember it. I mean, the thing that you're probably I, getting for a lot of this is wax seals. Like people people have their seals that they're stamping oh. in wax. So you probably oh. get a pencil rubbing of those seals. And like, you know, if you awesome. meet Man. the right forger or craftsman, they can probably reproduce something that's pretty close to that. Yeah, that's so yeah, good. That's so I'm, good. I'm very stoked about that. Oh, that yeah. rules. I could even see you, you having a box because like sometimes oh, it's like, oh, is that one missing? Well, all the other four seals are there. It must have fallen off. And so you have a box with some of them like tucked away, like the real deal. Yeah. Um, uh, that's so good. And I love the fact that like, I don't know if Jack knows. Like, uh, Ooh, yeah, okay. like, because that could just be in your room. That's your own, that's yeah. your own business. Mm -hmm. um, I'll also say for Jack, you know, some of the some of the trades, like if he shows up to a city in order to do a deal, he'll kind of talk it over with Gerace. You know, he'll he'll consult his books. But like for a little drop off like this, where it's just like we're going to drop some stuff off. We're going to put up the booth for a day. We might take on a few supplies and then we got places to be. Jack has done this so often. And it's like this isn't a pro he probably hasn't looked up this place or checked his notes on it at all. So he's just like, yeah, right. He goes, because he can see a person, hear the dialect, read the body language, and just kind of cruise through like 98% of these 
just 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 so easy for him. I mean, I I, I definitely speak Absolutely. for myself. Uh, being a business partner to Shane is having a competent business partner means that you get to cruise on a couple things, and it's always nice when you can do that. <laughs> you, you look yep. at that spreadsheet yep. that they made for the budget, and you know, well, someone knows how that works, and you just get to move on uh so yeah i i do think like there's a bit of autopilot to this and like the guy you know has clearly decided that that you you are a friend to this place and whatnot and he's talking about like uh the off season no we don't we don't get to see anyone like uh, it'll be another month before we'll have another shipment come through and all this and he like is flipping through the book and you can see on the pages uh that he is flipping through, like there is a sort of reproduction um, done in the incomprehensible, like handwriting uh, of the page or the details of the ship and whatnot. But there's a reproduction of your flag um, there. It's like, right. You know, he's, he's found the, the proper page and he like uh, squints down at it. I'll also say at this point, like he's called for his own, like they've brought up the wine. He's called for the second bottle of wine yeah. that's come out. It's like, oh, we're all, we're all friends here. This is just how it's done. Yeah. This is happening um, over a Jack European lunch for sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, there are a lot of small plates coming out. <laughs> how long, do, th because this kind of thing is actually Jerase's kind of nightmare like the, these formalities and like really social niceties so she i think she's going to look for a good window to kind of give a nod and then go exploring on her own oh yeah you, you absolutely feels, for these yeah. you do the fade other yeah. ones i do the fade where i'm like yeah. i'm like nah they're they, they're gonna like you more than me or it's your turn to practice and then right. i go off um <laughs> okay cool. yeah yeah so the, uh, jack's got this one i want to follow jerace in, in a second then so like we 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 are with jack and like they they find the page and the, like clearly this is an old page like you mentioned that you haven't been here in a while and there was a different portmaster at the time that you were here so it's like not in this guy's handwriting and he has to like squint at it to to parse it out and he's reading through and i will ask for a perception check from you pat this is already this is going to be hard and mainly it's hard because you just don't know this guy or average we'll call it average you don't know this guy but okay. uh, you know, yeah, and and honestly, like, like I'm I'm on autopilot. I enjoy this, but this is like, I I know how this how all this works. Uh, oh, one advantage and one success. Okay, oh, I better roll the purple dice with it. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I was wondering why I was so good at that. What um, a great, what a great oh, roll. Oh no, yep. Uh, what a great roll. How easy that was to add up too, uh, because. Oh boy. Nope. Uh, uh, both of those came up absolutely the worst, which means now I got uh, one failure and one disadvantage. Wow. That's how you roll all the dice, folks. Oh um, my God. So this fellow looks genuinely surprised and confused as, as he's sort of like reading the page. And it's almost like there's like, ha he was smiling and having a good time before. And that smile froze a little bit. And then he like, looks up at you and looks at the flag and looks down at the page and like furrows. And I don't brow. notice at all. I keep nattering on about, Oh, I like, I'm like, yes. Well, you might not realize it, my boy, but all these walls, it's like the salt that I myself brought here to protect your, 
your beautiful city. That's what we do here is we we keep people safe. We keep them healthy and strong. Jack Salt, there's nothing else like it in the world. You know, just like nattering yeah. on, utterly oblivious to this guy's this, discomfiture. This, this, you all you all jolly Jack, Tinker son? Yes. Yes. This never happens. When you need to get the right job done, then you call the Tinker son, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, this this never happens. Uh you are supposed to have audience with the count no you have been here before oh well lovely the count yes i, I mean it's bad the count has an order that that he must 20 meet with years. you years i i would love that or yes uh, and and I, I look around and i see that jerace has kind of gone i'm like and i'm like that's oh, okay she's doing her thing i i'll i'll have fancy dinner with the count and you know honestly margaret looked kind of you know kind of rough so i i I, and I'll just say, I'll say uh, one one quick minute, and I'll I'll go to Margaret, and I'll say, hey, there's there's some sort of formality. I think the count wants to maybe make a a connection. There's a note for me. Oh my, a count. Yes, right. Uh, but anyway, I'll I'll probably go take care of that. Uh, if you want to feel the ground under your feet, it, it just looks like you didn't sleep very well, um, and so I don't want to have to drag you along to something that you might not enjoy very much. It might be a good idea for me to actually get some time off the ship. We we have been almost sprinting for a bit. Uh, would you mind terribly if I joined you? Uh, oh, if you would like to come, I I would love to. You haven't really get gotten to see what I do. I, I, if if that would be pleasant for you, um, I. Uh... I, I certainly will will shine in in the light of you much finer than I will show just by myself alone. Well, I no, that is to say, if if you would like to come, please, please. Of do. of course, uh, Margaret like uh, dashes to the ship and and re- returns with like a, a small bag, um, and she's like offers her arm to you to take uh, for you to you know go with the portmaster to meet with the count. So. I want to turn over to Jerace. Jerace, you know, when you are kind of uh, empowered to do some wandering, where do you wander to? What's what's your path? Yeah, I so I've got a one track mind. I definitely want to find out what's going with the future of these bodies. I'm it, more than curi- more curiosity than anything because it does seem very. I guess a place that harvests and and farms a bunch is also kind of a hub for. Uh, medicinal purposes and that tracks to me so if they're doing medical stuff great that being said this this is a this is a strange um charter a strange charge to have uh on shifts so i just want i just want to make sure that i know everything that's going on because the other the other side of this is there could be an opportunity for more of this because this is a high pay high payout thing and if i can come across my own somehow or our own source of dead bodies. <laughs> if, if this is a viable people die all the time. You know, this has got to be a renewable resource. Exactly, exactly. So I just want to see like how much care, um, what kind of things are being recorded. If if this is the first shipment, several shipments. Like I, I just want to know. I'm I'm just always thinking about opportunity, growing the business, um, helping out the goose, Jack. Uh, and, and then also 
he's got, he's got salt. I still don't know where salt comes from. If I can have a little piece of my own, you know, side, side I was hustle. I just going to say, this is, I love your series of side hustles um, <laughs> where it's like, and it's like, I could see it's like, oh, I, you know, I, it, it's, and actually I think it's fairly common for some of the crew. First off, there is profit sharing on the goose. Yeah. Um, We're but, fair. We are fair. Yep. Yeah. Um, but second off, Everyone does have the ability when you're going port to port is to buy some stuff and then turn it around on their own, um, you know, and Jack, Jack, everybody has like a little storage space for their own goods if they want to turn their hand to that. Um, but I love the thought of, of you're like, oh, you know, like <laughs> just occasionally picking up. It's like, oh, we're going to be there in four days. I better bring a body. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, so I guess where I'm gonna go is uh, the chapel, um, because yeah, the the math I did looking through the book was like, well, somebody sanctioned it. Looks like it was the church. We're talking about Cuomo, whoever at the chapel. If I, I don't necessarily want to meet him. I would rather do kind of shadier things, like going through his file folders or something like that. But. Um, yeah, I just kind of want to explore well, I, 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 that area, religion. I, I think like what happens is you you follow down to the chapel and like the thoroughfare here is very nice. Like there are flowers kind of on all sides of you and you can see like the this bustling little town. Like clearly they do rely a little bit on uh, shipping money, like people coming in on ships and, and spending money at various shops and whatnot on the way there. They're along this thoroughfare. There are butchers. There are uh, bakers. Uh, there are candlestick makers. Uh, there are, uh, <laughs> you know, the the various goods and services that you would need uh, if you were coming in on a ship and had to resupply are are just a step away. Um, not only are they you know doing business in bulk at the port, but like people who wander away from ships, like you find that here, like there are probably also inns and bars and like a, a brothel maybe like on, on this strip too. Uh, and you happen along a cafe. Uh, there's a cafe set up. Uh, tables outside, and there are one or two people who are well-dressed, like, you know, taking their tea or their coffee out in this cafe, and it happens to be right in front of, uh, like, the main entrance to this chapel, uh, where, you know, if they were to do a wedding or whatnot, it would happen in this square in front of the chapel. Mm. It, it's just a cute little town. Can I name the um, cafe? Oh, Yes! Because you started this with this French accent, so mm -hmm. uh, can can it be? Uh, and I'm assuming a cafe in this world. There is coffee, right? Although it's a very it's a luxury uh, yeah. good, yes. I'm sure. Um, it is a luxury good, but you know it ships. So, so there's there's coffee, but also chocolate in in cafes. Mm -hmm. That's like drinking chocolate was a big deal back you know in the renaissance so I, I would like just for my own self and for my own joke and my own heart if you call it uh uh because all all coffee shops throughout the multiverse have to have some sort of pun in them uh and so uh back in france there was uh, a, a bunch of people who used to get together and they would talk about uh fairy stories um it was actually, uh, it was a bunch of women who traditionally 
came up with these stories and collected these stories, and there's a huge mass of their work, and it was called uh, the the Cabinet de Fee. Uh, so uh, instead, if we can have this, and they gathered in cafes and coffee shops, and that's where they did it. So can we have this be uh, Caffeinet de Fee? So it's this is the the <laughs> so it's a it's a cafe, but caffeine. Defeat the, the, ca- the oh, caffeine awesome. of the fairies. Um, uh, that's just for me. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, and like the the sign is, you know, this this kind of beautiful, like painted thing, um, and it, it's just a little sweet spot. And you can see that uh, this lanky teen um, has is carrying this manifest like fully on their chest. Uh, they've knocked pretty hard at, at, at the door, and. It's opened. Somebody dressed in like uh, slain church robes comes out. You can see uh, the symbol for the church of the slain God, like hanging on the side of uh, this this chapel. That ominous eye that is dripping tears, uh, sort of in iron against the nice white limestone uh, that makes up the walls of this chapel. Like it is a jarring image. Um and there is some excited talking and there's shouting in, in this language, which you know enough of. Like, this is an odd dialect, but like, you know, this is this is French with some extra stuff. It might be as different as like Spanish and Portuguese, where like you can halfway think you understand what's going on, even if it feels like it's being said very differently. Um, but you can like very clearly hear like you must go to the count and, and fetch fetch uh, someone from the, the, the count. And so like this teen size and like takes off and this church official is like going through this uh, like manifest, like trying to work things out. And uh, I want to know, does Jerace like order anything from the cafe? And if so, what? Yeah, what, what her, I mean, if there's a show, her... she's here to watch. So that's that's kind of what I mean. She's not going to go barrel barreling in um, to something like this. She she is all about having a bit of a plan. Uh, so yeah, she'll order she'll she'll order something, and she'll kind of actually. She, because she does look so uh, plain, she's going to assume like kind of a persona of a struggling artist and just kind of pose like that and just be a little ah. tortured and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Nothing oh, more invisible in a coffee shop than a tortured artist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you don't want to yes. make eye contact because they might read a poem to you. Yes. Exactly. Yes. 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 It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You take care to billow your sleeves a little bit. Yeah, a lot of sighing. <laughs> Go down sighing. another toggle on your on your shirt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so got that. What like what 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 is what is your order uh, that that you put in? Like what is, or, or are um, you just trying not even to be served? <laughs> yeah, I no. It'll be it it it. It's going to be anything that you have just with some milk and and cafe or, or she'll do the accent she'll try anything you have with the milk and the cafe and what is your wi-fi password <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Um, Very German. Uh, so, like, you, you get that in and, like, uh, you know, you come back and there's this drink that I'm going to say, because this is a fantasy universe and I can control whatever is possible in it, I'm going to say they can somehow uh, do a latte. They, there's a steam involved, like they figured out. Like, <laughs> nice. we've got somebody, someone on some skyship must have tried something ludicrously dangerous and figured out that you can channel hot steam into awesome. a drink to make it more delicious. Actually, I'll say that is of it's uh, it's a very old thing. The reason they're called cappuccinos is it's a reference to the hood of a capuchin monk. Um, oh my god! It's this is old. That's so cool. This is old magic. It is it is not a modern thing. They were doing this in these cafes like hundreds of years ago. Yep. So it's totally legit. Oh, oh, this rules. So like, yeah, you get this kind of like milky steamy fluffy drink it's it's nice it's luxurious someone while uh this official who has been like they are staying in the light of the square to read this book because there's so much information on who this is from who it's for on whose authority like they're going through line by line with their finger they don't want to step inside the candlelight of the church uh to you know try and read through stained glass or whatever um someone in the meantime like someone has set up in the square uh, a fiddler who is like you know putting out this lovely little like slow and kind of sleepily romantic tune in the air this is just like a pleasant day like by the time this teen comes back uh now like clearly with with labored breath like leading uh someone who's in like a a fairly nice breastplate and you you, you can't quite make out the the people behind them yet uh but they're dressed nicely so they must be related to the count in some way like the caffeine is starting to hit <laughs> you you're picked up it's a lovely day this is wonderful um and I think at this point, a slight cloud drifts over the sun in the sky. There's a bit of pleasant shade that passes over uh, and the light like slowly starts to trickle back after that tiny cloud. And a beam of light kind of falls on this procession from the Count's place where you can see a couple guards now that that are armed, you know, with uh, just just like halberds, um, like kind of pikey halberd things. And they are leading someone who is dressed in real finery. Um, I'm going to say a very long-tailed uh, blue coat with, uh, you know, ruffles both on the sleeves and, and their chest. And um, she's got uh, this long blonde hair that is put up in a gorgeous and, and delicate sort of bun. Uh, you can clock easily that there is jewelry on both her fingers and uh, like on her ears. And she's got extremely well-tended, polished boots. In fact, everything about this person looks so refined and so wealthy that you almost don't recognize her. But it's clear through the soft romantic music oh that's kind of drifting God. in the square <laughs> and in the beam of sunlight standing before you is the person that you know as Felix. 
And I, I think it's appropriate to have a bit of a, a, a montage flashback. I, I, I just want to know when Felix traveled aboard the Goose, like what does someone getting close to uh, Gerace and like having a good time look like? How does that start? What are the images of that? Uh, yeah, Sorry. the images are, I mean, it's it's pretty it's fairly ship related, but it's in, in the way where they're, they're almost more curious than I am, but, but a hundred times more ignorant. So like their questions are so simplistic that I, I have to like back all the way up to answer them, you know, like go back to, um, before I even knew what a ship was. And then it's like, you know, instead of asking, um, uh, what, Oh, like, what does this rope? What is this rope's purpose? Sorry, are they non-binary? I can't remember. Did we decide that? Well, let's just make it. She, they is like she, they. Common. Okay, yeah, great. Well, like... they're they're non-binary. Um, and uh, yeah, they're 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 asking about they're asking about stuff like, um, how did you tie this rope there? And it's like, what? How did no no the rope the rope wasn't just tied there like there's this whole process where like this rope is connected to this thing over here but okay let's go back to basics and then my frustration kind of it, it doesn't get the my desired wish in in fact they're actually charmed by how into it and kind of geeky I get about it um, and then and then they're very interested in like I'm able to take them up to see kind of the glory of the ship but then down into the nitty gritty which is also glorious um, and. Uh, and it's a bunch of it's and then and then on top of that, this this Felix person has so much to offer as far as what being a gra grounded, literally and figuratively person is, uh, because I'm so up in the air on the ship. And and I I just love hearing about what the future could be, which is extremely secure. Um, and and so it's kind of trading tales. And my anchor is the ship and, and their anchor is a little bit closer to, uh, you know, white picket fence, um, kind of family. Yeah. Yeah. The, like you, you met, when you met Felix, Felix, you know, is a, a bit of a bounty hunter, a bit of a, 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 a traveling adventurer. And a lot of their stories were, oh, I crossed blades with this criminal in this town and, oh, I, 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 I you know, quelled this revolt over here. And like, they're, they're talking very casually about these wild, wild adventures. Um, and uh, they had this whole life, like th there is a thing in the world of Sphere uh, that people call the call of the sky, uh, the instinct to roam and travel and have adventures. And a lot about Felix, like, kind of projects this persona as somebody who's very much in the swell of the call of the sky. Like, they're always talking about traveling and whatnot, but they do talk about home pretty frequently. And, you know, they're always like, I, I, I go out and I do these things and I love these things, but it's nice to have that bed to come home to. Right. You, you know, you can get a great sleep here up in the sky, uh, but... There, there is nothing like a feeling of, of a really solid home. You know, I, I think there, there are flashes of like moments. There's probably a storm, I think, like when things really picked up between you two in an intimate context. I imagine it is the goose gets hit with a storm 
and a lot of people who book passage aboard the Goose sort of let the crew handle it. But Felix jumps in uh, alongside you, used all of that knowledge. Clearly, when you explained those things, they were listening. And they were listening intently. They do the right knots. They pull the right lines. Oh my God, there's nothing sexier than a capable human. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, this brings us to the bittersweet conclusion to that relationship where, you know, you reach a port and you've had a lovely time together. And, you know, there are all sorts of imaginings that can take place when you have a lovely time with someone in a rare moment. Like I, if you've ever connected with somebody while you're on a vacation or while you're, you know, at, at just just traveling somewhere, there's a special energy that sparks mm-hmm. up. And, you know, j- just sort of like how you would muse, like, maybe I'll move to Paris someday. Although probably very few people think that because Paris famously is disappointing. Um, so <laughs> you like, you know, you have this musing of nobody speaks an invitation or at least certainly Felix doesn't speak an invitation. Uh, but there is a silence kind of as... They are gathering their things, like buckling that sword that they're always carrying onto their hip and that canvas bag, picking it up, uh, now packed tight with all their things. There's a moment where you two make eye contact and Felix doesn't say you could come with me because they're afraid that they already know the answer to that question. Right. And I certainly don't ask. Because, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just, yeah, it's something I just don't want to think about. It's a decision I don't want to make. It, because I might make, I might say yes, you know, like it, I yeah. might say yes, but I don't know that world and it's very uncomfortable and I don't, I don't, I've been uncomfortable too many times. But it could life. even be that Jack was doing something else, which meant you had the ship. Oh my uh, God, totally. Yeah. In which case, no, no way. Like, and I mean, and then there's also the, well, you could stay in port for a day or two. And then it's like, I, I didn't even want to think about that. It's because that, I don't know. Yeah. No. So there was just some, yeah. Like I would have used any excuse to get back. Like if someone was like, Hey, are we, are we doing the, the are we doing the stall thing? Am I, am I pulling out the salt? And I've been like, Oh, I have to go manage something. I, I'll see you on the other side. Okay, fine. You know, it's very, very fast. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we like we're in a kind of Frenchy themed region anyway. There's that uh, French concept of the call of the void that sort of, Im- those perverse impulses that you get, like looking over a, a great abyss and having a thought at the back of your brain that goes, you could jump. Uh, right. Some people approach love with that same kind of perspective. You are looking at a completely different life that you could maybe have. And there is a part of you that imagines what that could be, but there is a more practical and grounded part of you that goes, I'm not going to jump into an abyss. I have to run the ship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is sadness. 
maybe there are tears, maybe there aren't. Maybe there is a lot of talking to Jack in the way that two dads talk about football, as Liz Anderson has famously said, where you talk around the subject of somebody having gone through a difficult emotional time, but not being quite prepared to sort through those feelings yet. But you know, you're an adventurer. You've you've lived a full life. There are plenty of distractions that this guy can offer you, uh, and you moved on. But now here, uh, in this beautiful square, drinking this delicious drink with a pure beam of light shining down on them, you see Felix, undeniably the person who is Felix, dressed in clothes that seem wholly unfamiliar. These are the clothes of a very very wealthy, noble person and not kind of a, you know, scrappy sellsword who would risk their life to help a ship get through a passage in a storm. There are many emotions and questions that probably well up inside you as we cut over to Jack. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jack, you and Margaret are being led by the portmaster. Uh, and uh, like a couple of people have like come uh, with the portmaster uh, to carry things off the ship. I think one of the things that you talked about, because like he was very excited that there was a salt merchant passing through. They negotiated for a few bags, made a purchase on behalf of the port itself, which means some needs to be delivered to the count anyway. So there are some carrying a few like burlap sacks of salt. And this guy is like still like he is a chatterbox now. Uh, it must be that when you get a drink in this guy, he just talks and talks because he hasn't stopped talking since he's talked about, oh, this never happens. We get to go see the count. And you make your way up like this kind of beautiful winding staircase because this uh, mansion is built onto a hill that kind of overlooks the town. And there is this stone staircase that moves up it. And like you get as you're moving up and looking out at the town as it stretches down beneath you, you get flashes of sense memory. More and more about this place starts to feel familiar as you spend time in it. You're immersing yourself now in the dialect of this place and you're, you're seeing it now closer up. It's different seeing things on the ground than seeing them in the sky. And you're at the perfect between place where things are starting to line up and you finally reach the top of this staircase and get to like the Count's estate. And there is this kind of... Uh, not super well-maintained, like, wrought iron fence in front of it. The estate up here, like, there, I, I don't want to say things look cheap here because that's absolutely not the case. This is a solidly built building that, that was built with a lot of money in it, but it looks like it hasn't been kept up as uh, well as the rest of the town, honestly. Um, 
And you can see that uh, the Count's estate, there are a lot of uh, people here. There are a few people dressed in the Count's colors with, with their pikes, uh, but there are also red feather soldiers here. Um, uh, they are, you know, people wearing the blue jackets with the, uh, red and white armbands that have the red feather logo on it. They've got their, uh, uh, carbines uh, with bayonets affixed. Uh, they're out, uh, smoking either rope or, or something else in, in front of this estate. But like, there is a bit of an official air of like, people are, are, are going to meet with this important traitor and whatnot. So people line up, the, these uh, soldiers and guards come out, and you can see like one of the doors of this estate kind of open up. It is a really grand, ostentatious door uh, that looks like it had some gold leaf inlaid over this beautiful white paint that has since dried and cracked over the years. Um, and stepping out is a man who is uh, bald with like a very distinct beard. It's almost like it comes down to three different points. He's got a very sharp mustache um, uh, and like kind of like big bulging eyes and uh, lines on his face that like tell a story of very strong emotions. And you can see his eyes and his nostrils flare as he looks at you and suddenly all that sense memory comes crashing together as you once again see Count Gerard du Azur, a man who you swindled nearly an entire town's worth of resources away from uh, probably about, I'm going to say, 25 years yeah. ago. Yep. Um, and I... I as Jack is is heading up, he's got Margaret on his arm. He's he's excited to maybe show off for her. He's she hasn't really seen him in his element doing the trade that he does so well. This empire he has built. He's really good at these negotiations with people. Um, and and he's like, oh, he goes there. Used to be a little bakery there. I I, I think I remember. And he's like, oh, they make a wonderful. I, I seem to remember some sort of chocolate mixture. It was really, we'll have to stop back. And like, and he's just, and he's also talking to the the port authority, just like in, like relaxed and natural and happy and, and chirpy. Um, and then sees this very distinct looking man and, and flashes back and, and is, is just suddenly is like, Oh, ah, yes. Margaret kind of looks to Jack, like sort of quizzical, maybe tilts her head a little bit, uh, sensing the change in you. And do we do we want to do my brief flashback montage where? Yes, please. Oh, my so, God. I'm so curious what you did to this man. And so like as I'm going up, I'm like, I'm like, you know, and I'm like, oh, there was a bakery. Oh, there's this thing. You know, like, oh, they have, I think they have a celebration about some sort of legume, you know, and, and, and he's, and then, but also he's kind of like as a little aside, you know, and he, and he engages the, the guy who's with them. But then as the aside to Margaret, he's like, he's like, I think I, I remember being thrown out of that bar. Um, and, uh, and so the flashback is you see the two of them like sitting down over drinks in the aristocratic version of like 
the 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 real serious negotiating in a conference room except it is two fancy people sitting in a well-appointed room over drinks and and sort of talking back and forth and the count is like oh uh you know I, we're so flattered that you would visit our town you know allow me to offer you this gift and jack is like oh you're so gracious i also have brought a gift for you and then you see them going back and forth and negotiating the price of this salt. And then finally they come to the conclusion where it's like, ooh, this will be a huge expenditure. It's quite a bit actually for this town that's right on the cusp of becoming something great, but they need this resource. And so, and so there's that and they shake hands and then there's more drinks. And then it cuts away to a different room and the count is there. And it's, it's more of a party, it's a celebration, and it's dinner. And over dinner, you see both of them are rosy-cheeked. And you see Jack go, a wager, you say? So for the price of uh, your salt, it's like, it's like I, I guarantee uh, that I do have an amazing faculty with dice. So... The, the the price of your salt uh, double or nothing you say and so they like they, they jump into it and then it goes ahead uh except it's it's nothing so crass as dice it's like uh you know i some sort of it's roulette please it's roulette a sh- uh, you know yeah like, okay yeah roulette's that's perfect unpredictable it's it's very like, unpredictable Jack, and so it's like i i was born on this date and 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 actually, Jack You're is like, like is no like way. is like well, the, uh, like of course I can. I it's like I guarantee I have an uncanny luck that is part of my charm, and whatever color I pick, will come up five times in a row. I guarantee you, sir. Uh, and he's like double or nothing. And so then it rolls and it goes black, 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 and and then it's like and you see at everyone that comes up. You know, like because this was a this was spendy for them, and it's like now it's double or nothing, and this is Jack has has already really kind of put the screws to them in terms of establishing the value of this salt, and it's his entire cargo. He has made this special trip. He's come out here to bring it specifically to them, and so well, and they it need all it comes to up. build the wall. They, they need, need it to build, build the wall, wall between them and the forest. <laughs> And it's double or nothing. It's double or nothing. And everything come and everyone is so every, it was so funny and merry and and everyone's laughing and they watch it come up. And everyone realized that this is ruinous for the town. And, you know, and Jack plays it off and says, it's like, you didn't believe me, but would you believe that I can do it again? Except you pick the color. <laughs> And then he says, double or nothing again. And it's like, sure, but but this time green, you know, because there's only the two green ones. Yeah, there's. <laughs> and and then it goes green, 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 green. And and the thing is, that's he's like, but you get to pick the color because Jack is just feeling it. And he's obvious, really right. a little drunker than he should be. And he's like, double or nothing again, except you pick the color. And the noble has his moment and says, oh, yes, the color I picked is green. And everyone's like, ooh, ha, 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 nobody can get There's a huge relief. (laughs) Yeah, huge relief. And then it goes green, green, 
green, green. And, and then it's effectively, but it's been publicly in front of everyone. And then you cut to showing like us loading the ship with all of like, all like, uh, uh, like cart, like chests of money. There's jewelry. There's the silver plate. There's the can't, you know, it's just, it's a miserable, grim, it's raining. But what you see is what nobody else sees in that moment where it goes green, green, green. And everyone is looking at the wheel and, and obviously all the nobles are horrified. But what nobody sees is that Jack himself is horrified in that moment. Um, but, uh -huh. but the camera sees it. You get the cutaway where they load all of this stuff onto the ship. Um, and, and you see Jack a couple of times saying, saying, listen, I, 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 in a moment of high spirits, I understand. And the noble is like, no, it's like, I, my family is a family of honor, you know, and, and we made uh, this wager and, and good day, sir. No, good day, sir. You know, and then Jack leaves. Um, and that, and that's what he flashes back to is him loading all of the tangible goods of this noble family and this town onto his ship in the rain, him standing there being forced to like brave face it and pretend to be happy. Whereas this is actually not what, what he, what he wanted. And we come out of that memory uh, as Jack's expression has, it is bearing the same expression that he did on that day of that sort of mortified horror of, Oh my God, what have I done and how did I do that? And we do that zooming out to see that Jack and Margaret are together in a cell, both clapped in manacles, uh, <laughs> zooming farther and farther out. Uh, we, we get to this point where Margaret is just looking at him, waiting for him to say something, anything to explain what the hell is going on. And, and Jack... He's like, uh, I bet you no one's ever taken you to a place like this on their first date. Uh, and, and, uh, and there's the call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for listening to Skyjack's Azure Blues. Jolly Jack was played by Patrick Rothfuss, who can be found on Twitter at Patrick Rothfuss. Jerace was played by Amy Vorpal, who can be found on Twitter at Vorpalsword, spelled V-O-R-P-A-H-L. This episode was edited by Allie Grauer, who can be found on Twitter at Dreams to Become and on her own podcast, Skyjack's Courier's Call. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. I can be found on Twitter at OneShotRPG and as the game master of our main series show, Campaign Skyjacks. Remember, there are no kings. Take flight. The history of role-playing games is weird and wild, and we here at System Mastery are determined to look through it all. Every heartbreaker that drove a man to bankruptcy to see his vision of D&D with really specific armor maintenance rules come to fruition. Every game where you get increasingly certain as you read it that this is all just one person's weird fetish. Every system that painstakingly recreates how medieval life was really like, and then also you can cast Fireball. The System Mastery podcast wallows in the filth of RPG history. Come! Join us in the muck at System Mastery.